Hi and welcome to episode 10 of the Deeper Current Podcast. I am your host, Hannah Ruth Dyson. Such a pleasure to be sitting here once again and welcome to the show if you're new. It is here that we are exploring what it means to be in the deeper current of life. So to be searching for truth, to be uncovering who we really are, what we're here for, to not shy away from the difficult aspects of life to really work in flow and really pay attention to when we're trying to force or to push or um, potentially we're also hiding and not stepping outside of our comfort zone and so not rising to the occasion again and again. We're really here to explore what it means to walk upon this earth fully awake, alive, present to all there is, and continuing to show up in the ways that we're meant to show up. And this this last week has been quite a ride for me. I really have had to um, continually be putting out fires. And I hear that all the time from, you know, founders or CEOs. They, they have this expression of always putting out fires. And I've really felt it this week you know, one thing after the next, dealing with technical issues that I, is not my expertise, but becoming, you know, educated in it so that I can just show up for it, really practicing this love for all things. So even though I really enjoy the story of saying, you know, I'm not good at that sort of thing, using technology as an example, I'm not so good at uh, website backend uh, issues, um, shifting that story and deciding, no, I'm just going to be present for this. I'm going to work it out and I'm going to have fun with it. And how that actually allows me to get through this, really this feeling of just sludge, like, oh no, another thing. And now another thing. And it's cool. Like, I feel like bring it at me. I'm at this moment in time where I'm just like, nothing can stop me. And so all of the things, all the things being thrown, everything that's taking place, you know, just life, being human, I am just showing up and ready to figure it out, you know, and we have all that capability to figure things out. And that's super cool once we start to acknowledge that and shed, once again, these stories and beliefs potentially that we're not good at certain things. It's amazing what we can discover that we can be good at. I mean, it's really learning what we want to develop and what we want to um, blossom within us and then learning also how to delegate and work with others. This is um, definitely the work that I am still figuring out how to work best with others, how to find that right um, partnerships, relationships, where it can feel like a really clean exchange. We're really upfront, like the amount of business relationships that go wrong and end up with really bad feelings between people. Um, I know I've experienced some of that and I don't want to anymore. So trying to be really um, clear from the very beginning and paying attention when there are things unclear. And so a big aspect of that is having agreements, written uh, contracts, very clearly stating what is taking place and then making sure we're asking the questions when there's any gray areas. And I'm grateful to be getting better at that and catching it um, in the moment quicker. Um, I was, you know, I had to step outside of an agreement 
this week and just kind of um, move into a different direction. And it, it took a lot of bravery. It actually came through when I was working with a client. I, <laughs> I said, you know, I actually in my life experience, I've, I know that part of me wishes the solution would arrive before I take the leap. But in my experience, it only arrives once I take the leap. So, you know, maybe in a bad relationship in the past, I would have hoped to have met my dream partner um, so I could just transition straight from one into the next. But the truth is I had to let go of that toxic dynamic and then create the space to allow for something new to arrive. And as I was saying this to a client, I realized this is what I had to do in this situation that wasn't working. The working relationship just wasn't moving forward and there were some red flags and I had to pay attention. So taking that leap with <laughs> a lot of courage and bravery because the solution isn't yet apparent, like the alternative isn't yet apparent. But I also am really building this strong um, trust in this journey and mainly trust in myself that as long as I stay true on my path and awake and aware and make sure that relationships and exchanges feel clean, I think I'll be okay. And so, yeah, really walking that walk um, this week and, yeah, just, again, trusting. And that takes practice. It takes you know, um, going against our intuition or our instincts to keep coming back to them and realize, okay, no, it's really worth listening to that um, sensation, that feeling that I, I, I know arises every time, that immediate, um, you know, sensation of, oh, this doesn't feel quite right, but then the head overrides that. And so paying attention to that and just using our life as our own experiment to really test um, this process of, yeah, being in flow is really just fully surrendering and trusting. It doesn't mean being passive. It actually means often having to take very strong um, steps forward, but it's really, yeah, listening to the journey and it should always feel good. And it might feel at times hard. Like I, I'm sometimes at a lack of words for really um, being clear with it, but it's like, it's not always going to feel like, oh, easy and la da 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 da. But like for, for sure, this week has been really tough on me. I've had, you know, also really emotional, um, exhausted experience, but uh, it's, it's still I feel in flow because I keep rising to the occasion I keep shedding all that's not really here for me or what's not really for this mission or purpose that I'm on and continuing to walk forward and paying attention really listening and paying attention to the signs uh, and when we do that this whole world opens up to us and this experience of flow is so magic because the more and more we, um, you know, fine tune that experience, make sure we keep shifting and navigating so that we really do feel good in the, in the flow that we're in, that we're like, okay, I feel right with my choices and my decisions. If there's uncertainty or we're using our minds to convince ourselves that something should be okay, um, there's usually something 
we're not paying attention to and it will in all likelihood um, crumble at some point or falter so it's worth paying attention and knowing that we deserve you know this is a big thing for me just reminding myself continuously like I deserve the very best not just me this purpose that I have this thing that I've really cultivated this project this work that I'm here to do I it deserves the very best people around me and so um really really owning that and then attracting that and being okay with the things that don't work out or the things that fall apart and just knowing that's that's not for me it's not for this work and something better is going to arise when I keep moving forward really trusting that again and again and we can only build that trust once we experiment in our own life um, but just knowing that you're okay I'm okay we just keep going you know no big mistake is worth drowning in shame or um, judgment or guilt you know, really paying attention to those because it's often giving us information. So we don't want to keep repeating the same mistakes and keep moving through those cycles of guilt or shame because potentially we're not really learning our lesson, but not drowning in those things, like really um, knowing it's okay. This is part of life. It's going to keep throwing things at us and there's going to be times when we're flying and everything is just like moving with us and we're just you know, on this incredible trajectory. And then there's other times where it feels something like, oh, I'm moving through stuff. I'm being um, presented all these lessons and obstacles and learning how to navigate that um, is also part of the flow process when we live it continuously throughout, you know, a whole cycle. So all the way from our, you know, ideas and our dreams all the way through into trial and error and then, into owning it um, and then really becoming wise with it and integrating and reviewing and fine-tuning and then um, beginning again. So continually moving through these cycles. And yeah, I'm feeling very enlivened at the moment. I feel very much on course. I feel this huge fire within me <laughs> that I don't feel can be extinguished at this time. It has been extinguished in the past through emotions through you know we get all um caught up in certain emotions and it can really distinguish the fire you know so not getting lost in those watery realms but also using those feelings to cultivate my strengths again so I had that like I mentioned um kind of an emotional week I got um some comments that were really unexpected and it kind of threw me um I think some childhood wounds resurfaced and uh, I felt this just emotional cleansing and so it was a really powerful um release and I felt like okay I don't know why I can't stop crying like on the surface this isn't that big a deal what this person said to me but um it's making me feel really strong and actually more and more clear on who I am and owning that and being okay with triggering people <laughs> and making people feel uncomfortable um, just by being who I am. And that's taken a long time to get okay with because I think I spent a lot of my teenage years and early 20s really 
learning to make anyone feel comfortable around me, adapting to situations, fitting into different social circles. I was always um, amazed at my ability to move into different worlds, different groups of people um, and fit in and to, you know, be able to speak to different people on their level and, and learn about people in different ways. And that's my... I mean, such a joy in my life. I love learning about people. So uh, part of me loves to explore and ask questions. And um, But I would always adapt to these situations. And so these last few years, I've really been stepping out of that and becoming more and more just able to move between different circles, but stay exactly as I am. And so not need to, you know, um, shapeshift, <laughs> but really just to own who I am and um, not tone it down. Um, of course, there's like nuances to that. I think we're still being sensitive to certain situations and, you know, our truth doesn't, can also uh, not always be well received. And so also choosing wisely, perhaps like what we want to communicate and to share, but just dropping, I guess, the, the self-awareness of like, um, being aware of how people are receiving me and just being okay with it as it is and just, yeah, being okay with who I am. And I think the more and more I've stepped into that or let the rest kind of drop off and really just be in myself, um, it's been vulnerable because, yeah, some people are triggered and uncomfortable around I guess my truth and my expression of who I am and then equally I am attracting more and more my you know my soul family the people who love me and the people that I also like love to meet and learn from so it's worth it but it gets uncomfortable at times when um yeah we have these uh you know mismatching or we're, we're mirroring things for one another that's uncomfortable um and it Again, it can be emotional, so really honoring those emotions. Um, but as I'm more and more like feeling the strength of who I am, I'm also just, you know, knowing what I'm here for. And it's it's quite, it can be quite intimidating, um, but it's also powerful and important to rise into that power. So... Yeah, that's what I've been working with. And it feels like, I mean, some of the themes that I've spoken on this podcast so far just keep coming, bouncing back to me again and again and again. I'm having people nearly daily come to me with experiences of, you know, being in strange, um, strange experiences with people, really witnessing uh, egos inflated and people like working with beautiful practices and traditions and and lineages but distorting them into their own ego needs or um working in manipulative ways or you know even dark dark ways like really um starting to yeah lose all sense of integrity um and this gets very confusing when we're you know trying to find truth we're trying to find healing we're trying to stay open we're trying to stay in love we're trying to embrace oneness but we're witnessing a lot of um intense things and I 
really want to use this platform to keep speaking to this so that we can gain the strength to walk away from situations that are not for us, to really pay attention to our feelings because our body always knows, our intuition will always know. And so if you're feeling um, not good in a certain environment or in the presence of someone, finding the strength to walk away from that even when you're not sure what, you know, the alternative will be. So what, um, you're feeling a little bit dependent on this, maybe you invested a lot of money, maybe you're in a vulnerable place, still finding the strength to get out and finding your safe harbor, finding your place to support you, knowing that it is out there, that your community is out there and you deserve the very best. And there are incredible, integral, embodied, experienced teachers who can support you and finding those, gravitating to those that are really um, walking their walk. And it takes time to really recognize because it's very disorientating. People on the surface can seem so wonderful. They can have a lot of fans. And so we go along with that group um, think and we think oh they must be great because so many people are validating that um, but paying attention to what we witness and uh, trusting ourselves is so paramount at this time and we are our own leaders you know don't anyone don't let anyone ever make you feel like you need them or that you are like yeah, you are dependent on them. Um, and again, this is very nuanced today because there's a lot of double think. I think I've spoken about this before. I've definitely written about it. Um, George Orwell wrote about this in his novel, um, I think it was 1894. Uh, forgive me if that's wrong, but he he talks about this, this understanding of double think. And it's basically using words to disorientate like what someone's true intention is. And we can see this all the time in politics. You know, people care more about the words that like they put out rather than actually doing the things that they say they're doing. They can um, very on purpose say the things that people want to hear and actually be doing the opposite. And I've witnessed this in uh, in the spiritual new age conscious uh, wellness scene really weird things like people saying things that are maybe trendy or you know you know attaching to what people are looking for so using marketing in that way but actually uh, coming from a very different space and again, it creates all this noise in this industry. It creates so much disorientation, seeking what is true. I, I've become kind of radical in the sense that I'm very um, careful with the spaces I put myself in. Um, if I go and get a massage or I go to a yoga class or a sound bath, um, pretty much anything these days, I'm paying attention to who it is who's holding the space and trusting how I feel. So even if my, my eyes and my mind are saying, oh, they seem really cool, they seem great, but my body is like, oh, no, oh, I, I don't feel, this doesn't feel right. Listening to that 
is so important and then really awakening again and paying attention like Olivia Ashton shared two episodes back you know that loss of innocence um it's really just helping us see clearly and so honoring that gift of really seeing things clearly and also still being in love and embracing that we're all one but also being able to walk away and maintain boundaries and really protect our space because we are all so much more influenced than you know than we could know and this is um something this is a huge component of the course um clarity and focus that i've i've had waiting for a long time i just need to record the um the audio and the videos for it to add as a course to the women change world site um let me know if you're if you're feeling called to that course i will make it a higher priority than it is right now i have a lot of other things to um work with at this time but if you're if it speaks to you that course then um yeah let me know and i'll respond to the request but for me clarity and focus comes through really cleaning up my influences so that goes from my environment the objects i have around me you know the clutter the the people that i surround myself with the information i'm taking in and just being more and more like super sensitive and aware to everything that is influencing me and planting ideas and thoughts into my mind and being very careful then to um you know keep cleaning that and so stepping away um from things that are not for our best interest for things that are not really influencing us in good ways um gracefully you know creating space from certain people um who may be placing some heaviness on us or um expectations or judgments or whatever it may be it can really cloud our clarity and focus so a big part of that workshop is really just that just like paying attention to who or what is influencing us and at this time i'm witnessing so many people like awakening in the most beautiful way you know experiencing potentially plant medicines or psychedelics or meditation yoga you know anything like that is all these technologies we have that are incredible tools for awakening but then what i'm witnessing from that space is a, a huge disorientation and an inability to integrate into all areas of life and being able to stay grounded and walking the walk forwards and becoming embodied and um yeah navigating life's obstacles as they continue to arise and um working with the clarity that we receive through these experiences that help awaken us um so this is once again why I was called to the apprenticeship path it's helped me stay anchored and grounded on this journey it's helped me walk the walk with clarity to really navigate some very disorientating scary experiences at times through um psychedelics plant medicines or just deep states of meditation i've had really scary experiences i've had um moments where i didn't feel like i was in my body anymore i didn't feel like i was fully here i've walked around you know feeling very um ungrounded and 
this path has kept bringing me back. So I've been able to explore and navigate different realms of experience and then keep coming back and uh, really being able to show up for the work that I'm here to do. And we we talk a lot about, you know, finding our purpose and, and it can seem very, you know, just beautiful. Like you find your purpose and then life is just this beautiful rainbow and um but the reality is that you better be prepared to discover your purpose because the ride has only just begun and when you have found something that you are really here for and it's feels like it's chosen you um because it's just it's ringing so loudly in your ears that you can't deny this is something you need to do you are going to be tested. You are going to navigate so many ups and downs. You're going to be, you know, far more present and awake to <laughs> the difficult aspects of life. And of course, the greatest gifts come from this journey, like so much fulfillment, so much joy, just being alive, experiencing pleasure in the deepest forms from, uh, you know, also navigating the deepest pain. And so it, it all feels worth it, but it's so tiring, <laughs> you know, and I will constantly ask myself, like, why? Like, why have I chosen this? Like, why? Why? Why me? Like, why? Why couldn't I just take, you know, an easy road? And then I know... I would just be so unfulfilled and bored if I tried to take an easy road. So I know this is what I'm here for and I know I need to continue showing up. And I know I'm like really, really called to support those who need it on the path. Like we're not meant to do things by ourselves. Like we have to do it ourselves, but we cannot do it alone. You know, and that's such an important distinction. I'll repeat it so many times to myself and I'll share it here again and again like we have to show up um, for what we're here for for our life we have to do it ourselves we can't give our power away to someone else we can't expect someone else just to tell us or to do the work for us we really need to show up it's not easy it really calls us to rise up to every occasion to show up um, but then you know we cannot do it alone. So finding that support, that community. And I know a lot of people are navigating rough terrain at this time, really on the search of truth and um, really just trying to find their way. So if you're out there and you feel like unworthy of being a guide or a teacher, just know there's always people right behind you who could lend, like could really have your support. And it goes for all of us. We're, we're all able to help others. Uh, it might not be this huge platform. It might not be, you know, a huge amount of people. But if we can just help one person, it makes it all worthwhile. And so um, surrendering the ego again and again in that sense is so important. And not needing to ego inflate or create this whole identity around being a teacher um, because that's what we think we need to do to um, I don't know do this work and to have people interested we feel like we need to you know inflate ourselves and yeah speak in this way that sounds um, sounds convincing you know it's important to remain honest with exactly where we are what we're learning 
and then share from that place and just allow it to be this really natural flow of learning and then sharing and growing and evolving and just being in this dance of life here together um, and just witnessing also the gifts in everyone and the lessons and the things that we get to mirror one, one another um, but being really unafraid not hiding or playing small either really working with that fear and gaining the courage to keep standing up um, and again knowing you cannot do it alone we have this super intense sickness in our society of being hyper individualized and um, you know I can do it all by myself and I'm still trying to navigate that myself you know surrendering and trusting that those I'm supported and that there are people ready to you know support this work and um, if we can find those clean exchanges once again then we'll be okay we'll be able to navigate this together and again it might not always be easy we're gonna mirror things for one another we're gonna um, yeah we're gonna move through different ups and downs of life but when you've signed up to being on the journey together and to remain in honest communication to try and be as clear as possible with one another then again it's all worth it and we again are growing and learning and integrating so from these ecstatic experiences from these awakenings that we have access to at any time to then keep walking our walk forward to um yeah accepting the support and help that's out there knowing that we we cannot do it alone so we you know you might as well not even try like showing up yourself yes but not doing it alone so finding the support that you need wherever you can get it for me I have now you know I've had at times a lot of fear around um going for my my dreams or going for things because I haven't wanted to lose myself in different situations or dynamics but now I know I have well one I can't lose myself I'm really here but I also have these anchors in my life you know my husband my mom my sister are very important ones for me and then um, you know many others who are here just reminding me of who I am and so that I can go and explore new um, terrain and new environments and um, interact with different people and navigate um, yeah different realms of possibilities but then I know I'll always come back. I have these anchors and it stays, uh, it helps me stay grounded. And then the work that I, I do with um, with others, like this apprenticeship path, again, it's this very grounding experience. We need a safe place to be able to speak about the things we're experiencing and knowing not everyone is able to receive that. Not everyone is able to hear the more out there stuff that is still very real you know you can experience some really disorientating things and you need to find at least one person who um gets it so find that person for you make sure you have them and and then just keep showing up and it's in this space we're still in the winter you know months here in the northern hemisphere and if our purpose or if our journey is unclear, like we don't have a clear vision of where we're walking ahead, 
then just allow yourself to drop into the rest, into the nothingness, into the space of just letting go of needing to figure that all out in the head and then just paying attention, like doing the deep work, like showing up in life and listening and fine-tuning and then uh, eventually something will start to arise from with us, within us, like this, this impetus, like this energy starts to rise up and we start getting propelled forward, like, okay, from that space of full surrender and, and rest, I'm now suddenly like charged up from the inside and it feels like this sensation coming up and it's like, okay, I have to walk forward now and I'm not sure exactly what this is going to look like, but I have to keep going and now I have to figure this out and this thing is worth me figuring it out so there's this burning why like and I had to work with that so strongly this past year and get so like so strong within myself and say like I'm not here to mess around anymore if something if someone doesn't feel like it's here for this purpose or for me like really like there isn't an equal exchange I'm maybe showing up more for this friend or um, I'm just not feeling seen or received or I don't know, they're not interested in really the work that I'm here to do, then allowing that to be okay and to take space and to keep coming back into myself, to have that clear focus and it helps make decisions again really easy and I'm still navigating it. As I said um, at the beginning, I nearly sort of entered into this relationship that wasn't, there were red flags and it wasn't feeling good and all in my mind kept convincing me like, no, this is the only possibility this is like the best option I just need to figure it out I can still see the good in this person I can see the good in this situation um, and then I finally had to have that moment with myself and just say no it has to feel good the exchange has to feel clean you deserve that the work deserves that and you know from experience what happens when uh, you ignore that intuition and those red flags so uh, grateful for that and I hope wherever you are in the world, um, this is supportive in some way and helping you um, like feel okay to make those decisions, to do what's best for you. Um, we have a lot of uh, perpetual people-pleasing in our society and um, it's a sickness that we really need to uh, step out of because we're actually not pleasing anyone. Um, so really getting clear on that as well if it's not right for us it's not right for the other person or the other situation so just trusting that as well and walking away from those um, situations and then really building that trust that the right thing will fall into place and I I'm starting to feel it already happening like and it's so exciting because I'm like I didn't understand what was going to be you know the other option and then now um, it's beginning to present itself in a really cool way. So trusting those leaps when they feel, um, you know, feel right, like when we need to take that little leap of faith and trust that the, a better option will arrive, then um, boldly doing that again and again and again. And yeah, once again, if you're feeling called to the apprenticeship path for this dance of life staying grounded staying anchored and really showing up for all there is and really carrying out the work that we're here to do then you know i think by now where to go but you can visit 
the site hannahruthdyson.com and read a little bit more or you can just right away schedule a call at hannahruthdyson at gmail.com you can email me there my personal email um and yeah i it's it's this beautiful i think this beautiful year ahead i feel it so strongly this spring for me is really the beginning of the new year it's like this winter month is still this time to get right by all the lessons and uh, let everything drop away and so this march retreat we have upcoming medicine is our nature I'm so excited to embark on that journey because it's the first of many to come. I really get to invite you into my my world, into my life. And here in the jungle is so, so magic. It's um, the ability to dream and to vision and to work with nature is so in your face here. You know, the sounds are so alive, like everything is vibrating and it helps you reconnect and to drop away the distractions. And with this retreat in, in particular, it'll be um, dropping away our, you know, our attachment to food. I mean, we'll still be having fruits and drinking coconut water and, and drinking herbal teas, but it's um, important that we find these times where we also, um, you know, really allow some for some cathartic release. And uh, it feels so good in community to be doing a fast and to drop into silence to really connect to our dream time, to our vision, so that we can embark on the year ahead with full clarity and support and knowing that we can always come back to these spaces of, um, you know, resetting. Like for me, whenever I do a fast, I learn something new. I get reminded of things I knew that I've forgotten and... Um, it just helps reset, refresh, and then really taking this contemplative time uh, to tune in, to really, really pay attention to the dream time and to our visions so that we can really cultivate them and carry them through and forth into the the next year cycle. I'm so excited for that. Um, it feels far more personal, um, intimate experience that I've um, shared in the past because I've either done the bigger gatherings for saucy gathering which um, are so incredible but then I always leave also knowing that I haven't been able to deeply connect with everyone in the space because it's just the nature of the event having so many people and um, so many things going on and then when I've shared immersions for, for women who want to change the world or um, in the past I was also doing immersions with uh, the deep feminine with learning the cycles and so on. It's also just been far more uh, based on the work and there's been connection for sure, but it hasn't been this um, deep intimacy and this um, really kind of dropping all the all the layers of just coming back to our true essence and really um, basking in that light and that beauty and being nourished. I haven't felt called to offer retreats in a very long time uh, because just the nature of my life has been just more about learning and engaging adventure experience and I think it's really at this time where I'm fully in the adventure I'm fully in um, the experience of life I'm just um, you know really holding so many different 
um, threads and, and weaving so many different things in my life uh, to be able to actually drop out of that and to reset and refresh through a space of retreat to really, um, yeah, to really be held by Mother Nature and to uh, tune into her and pay attention um, so that the synchronicities and the flow and everything can unfold once again from that space so excited by and I think also just being a mother it's like so important to be nurtured and to be held you know by the great mother um so yeah so excited for that and again you know if you can't make it in March we have another one end of June end of September and sometime in December um so those dates will be confirmed as well and yeah I, I'm just really enjoying this podcast being able to share feels also like an anchor from you know just all the changes and you know flux of life um being able to speak to it and just you know release all expectation of um what this podcast needs to become and just allowing it to be is such a sweet thing and then so much energy right now for me is going into the soul seat house really really building the vision that I have so clearly and it's very difficult for me who you know wants it to already be the complete vision and knowing that I just have to show up each day I keep adding to it and um, brick by brick building it um, sharing the research that we've like I've personally gathered for seven years and that we've um, worked on with Salsi Gathering for the last four really now having a home for it is so exciting um, being able to explore the deep feminine um, history and then, you know, earth-based cultures around the world, really creating the first, like, comprehensive library of the the feminine story, the, the women with some traditions, and really uh, exploring what it means to integrate into our lives so it becomes a living um, body of work, not just research that remains dead to the page or theoretical, but really... Um, becomes practiced and embodied and helps anchor I think this divine feminine spiritual movement where yeah, still a lot to navigate with ego and um, people uprooting traditions from their context and then making them their own which is of course is beautiful it's the playground that we have and um, I think I see a lot of incredible work being done in this space but then also the pitfalls of not being anchored and not having accountability and not having your integrity in check and things starting to also um yeah like lose some of its essence and its true deep power and magic um so anchoring it with the research anchoring it with um you know what we really learn from indigenous elders who you know, we all have the ability to become healers and to, you know, potentially become medicine women or um, if we, you know, are sensing our gifts at this time, it's such an incredible thing. But to learn from the indigenous female elders who are really held within a community context, who are held accountable and are continually remaining humble themselves, you know, I'm not speaking for all indigenous people, everyone we're all part of the human experience there's good and bad everywhere there's you know people losing their way but when you find again those true embodied teachers um honoring their wisdom remembering who we are and staying very grounded right so not 
escaping and going into the fantasy realms and just staying there, not getting these ecstatic experiences and then becoming addicted to it and needing to, to you know, keep coming back again and again and again and not really uh, learning how to just express it in our everyday life through the mundane and through um, just navigating all things. So, yeah, I'm excited for what we're doing with that with that space, the Soul Seed House. It's, a, it's just at the beginning, but it's a really cool thing. And I'm just, once again, it's really where all my... Um, attention is going right now it's my priority and um just a reminder to all of us just to stay focused on what is essential in our life and once again cleaning up the influences and just dropping away the stuff that is inessential um because then it really allows us to carry out the work that we're here to do and not get clouded and not get unfocused and not lose our way and then feel very disorientated and, and lost um, again. So just just allowing for those priorities to be met, to to keep keep coming back in. I've I you know I I lose my focus at times, and then I just even working with you know a notebook and just writing the priority for each day and getting clear on um, you know the list of things to do from that um, because. I don't know about you, I have this ability to <laughs> begin focusing on a lot of inessential tasks um, to just kind of fill up the time. And then I, I realize I'm once again feeling like not good or being shame around not having actually shown up for the thing that I really need to show up for. This avoidance, it's really easy to slip into. So um, once again, you've heard me talk about the practice of radical non-avoidance. It's something I teach. It's something I've developed. This concept of just very simply not avoiding, so paying attention to what in our life right now we are avoiding and then um, looking at it and knowing that very likely the thing that we're really asking for in life is on the other side of that avoidance. So embracing it and you know having those uncomfortable conversations making those uncomfortable decisions um, and staying on the path we've got it we're we're here we're alive we get to enjoy this human experience let's keep going i am here for you and if you can't afford the apprenticeship you can't afford to work with me but you feel so connected to this path and this journey please send your questions in what's work what are you working with i would love to respond on this podcast so this can be our own you know exploratory session of of life of um, experience of obstacles of things that we need to learn how to navigate and keep finding and cultivating our strength and recognizing who we truly are um let me know i i'm here for you I'm here for us. I, I'm just so excited to be of service and to be in flow after some time of really dropping out of it and needing to, you know, get right by many things in my life, um, behind the scenes and just within, me, within myself. Um, so just, again, if you're moving through a tough cycle, just know that it's worth it on the other side once you, once you really... Um, embrace it and look at it and um, you know feel your way through it um, the the gifts do show up on the other side um, and you know it, it 
doesn't stop. Again, I said I, I had this emotional, tired week. I really felt like, again, all these fires <laughs> all had to keep showing up for different things. I was unexpected, but it's okay. It's okay. We've got it. This is life. Um, I love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Sending so much love to wherever you are in the world. And I uh, look forward to hearing from you as always.